Let me continue then on this with this conversation rather. And uh, yesterday, one of the key stories that I was being focused on was the CCMA dismissing an application of an employee of uh, the Gold Rush Group. She was fired uh, for opting not to be vaccinated. Of course, many believe that this is not necessarily the end of this matter and that we're still likely to see it manifest itself in the country's courts and and be fully ventilated. But in the interim, of course, it is raising the question about what are... um what are the rights of employers and what are, the, what are the rights of employees, especially in the wake of this ruling? How should we be interpreting it? Does it affect um, how I, as Cathy, can respond to my employer? Uh, should they say, well, there is a vaccine mandate policy for this office, therefore you either get vaccinated or you leave? Advocate Tertius Vessels is an advocate and legal director of Strategy Labor Solutions. Advocate Vessels, good morning. Thanks for your time today. Good morning, Cathy, and good morning to your listeners. We're also joined by Mr. Zulinzi Mavavi, the General Secretary of the South African Federation of Trade Unions. Dede Vavi, good morning. Good morning, Cathy. Good morning to the other panelist member and Good morning to everybody listening. Sure. Uh, Advocate Vessels, let me begin with you. And it will be important for us to to start here. In the wake of this CCMA ruling, does it mean, and and I'll give the example of of myself, does it mean that if I have um, an employer that has a particular mandate around vaccinations, that if I oppose that, I must automatically assume that what will happen to my case is similar to what has happened to Teresa Mulderidge's matter. So, Kathy, the short answer is no. So whilst um, I think a lot of employers and employees have been waiting in bated breath for a forum such like the CCMA to give a pronouncement Mm. on the fairness of dismissals in circumstances where employees do not get vaccinated. This, the arbitration award itself does not set a precedent or what we refer to as a judicial precedent that is now binding on each and every other commissioner or office of the CCMA. Um, so it's not a precedent that we're going to see gets applied in other cases as well. Another commissioner presiding over another matter may very easily reach a different conclusion. And it must be kept in mind that it's not as simple as an employer implementing a mandatory vaccination policy mm. and you comply or you don't. There's an entire process that needs to be followed and complied with before an employer can even implement a mandatory vaccination and before you can even contemplate the possible termination of an employee for refusing to be vaccinated. We all know by now and hopefully understand that in terms of the consolidated um, directions on occupational health and safety measures in the workplace, there are certain reasons where an employee can justifiably refuse to get vaccinated. And there is an obligation as well on employers to as far as possible accommodate employees 
who reject to be vaccinated and then by trying to find them alternative roles within their business. So each case is very, will likely be very unique and one would have to look at the merits of each case. Mm. Mr. Vavi, we've seen the likes of Kosatu in the past week coming out to say that there should be clearer labor laws that give guidance on mandatory uh, on, on, on policies of mandatory vaccines within organizations. Do you agree with that position? No, we do. And uh, but uh, please be reminded that Kosatu forms part of Netflix. Medlag would have taken a resolution last year already. That is a need to go to the Constitutional Court and get a declaratory order mm-hmm. on this matter. We've been waiting, and I don't know what has happened to that, because our own lawyers uh, who uh, we've asked to take up the issue in the Constitutional Court felt that it will only be prudent that uh, Medlag, as a multi-stakeholder forum, be the one that approaches the Constitutional Court instead of a single federation. And, uh, but clearly, in the light of now this judgment and, uh, by the CCMA, and also in the light of the fact that the evidence continue to, to stream in from the unions, mainly across the board, farm bosses, manufacturing bosses, are continuously putting pressure on workers to subject themselves to, um, uh, to, to, to be vaccinated, even if they are raising issues up against that. And uh, we waiting to speak to a lawyer, by the way, to say, should we not now, in the light of the fact that Nedlec is not moving forward, use this case uh, at the CCMA and the cases that are coming from the unions themselves Mm. To approach the CCMA, to approach rather, sorry, uh, to approach the Constitutional Court and say we do need that declaratory order so that there can be clarity on this matter. And the clarity basically is based on the argument that this worker from Gold Rush would have made but failed to convince the CCMA commissioner that uh, there is a constitutional obligation. There is a right provided to everybody that uh, every person has a right to bodily and physical or to psychological integrity, which include the right to make a decision regarding the, the issues of reproduction and what gets into their body, to control their bodies, basically, and not to be subjected to scientific experiments without their consent. The CCMA... Uh, commissioner had felt that despite this worker uh, making that argument that uh, her rights are protected by this section of the constitution felt that uh, the rights of other employees to be protected against a worker not vaccinated must be uh, the ones that are regarded to be supreme in the workplace will the constitutional court also agree to that we don't know we certainly think that uh, this is the matter that must be tested at the Constitutional Court. Advocate Vessels, you spoke about the fact that organizations need to have processes in place. And and yet, in, in the absence of that clarity in, in the law about, you know, 
how mandatory vaccinations should be applied. There doesn't seem to be a uniform approach. And, and this idea of workers, you know, being bullied, being pressured into, into vaccinating, that doesn't speak of, of process being followed across the board either. Where are the loopholes here? So I think I think the, the consolidated consolidated directions actually gives us quite good guidelines in as far as the process that employers should follow. You know, um, it, it sets up the the fact that there needs to be proper risk assessments done within a workplace to identify the various different job categories. Are they low risk job categories? Are they high risk job categories? Setting up a committee of sorts um, that will consider consider any applications by employees to apply for exemption um, for not wanting to be vaccinated. It sets up that there needs to be an extensive consultation process. And we saw that um, come through in the um, arbitration award um, involving Gold Rush, is that there was clearly over a period of three months, there was extensive consultations held. Um, involving unions, involving employees, making sure people understand, addressing any issues or concerns that people might uh, might have regarding the vaccine, providing information, and being as open and transparent as to what the purpose behind that policy is. You will always find that certain employers, unfortunately, do feel that you know it's a very cumbersome process. I don't have the time for this or the appetite to go through this entire process. And we just kind of um, take a more forceful approach in implementing certain policies, in which case, you know, those, those cases, we might very well see a different kind of outcome come from the CCMA or the Labour Court. And, and, and when it comes then to what the rights of the worker is versus the need for the employee to provide a safe working space for all uh, the, the 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 need for the employer rather to to provide a safe working space for its employee. How do you see that being tested uh, when it comes to the legalities around it? I think it will will very much still be a case where we look at the individual employees' rights and whether or not the rights of others within the workplace potentially outweigh um, the rights of the individual. I do fully agree and accept that in terms of our Bill of Rights, everybody has the right to bodily and psychological integrity, which includes the right to refuse to be vaccinated. However, this whole concept of... um, limitation of rights is very Mm -hmm. well established in our law. And there's a myriad of cases where the courts have previously determined that one can limit or restrict the rights of a particular individual for the greater good of society. Um, You know, I just think of uh, a simple example of the parents of a child uh, who are Jehovah Witnesses. And the parents might be opposed to a blood transfusion, but the interest of a child, for example, to live could outweigh their religious beliefs, which is also something that's protected in terms of our our Bill of Rights. Mm. So we've got some guidance as to how the courts have applied and dealt with issues of this nature 
before, not specifically with COVID, but um, I'm sure that you'll very quickly see the, the arbitration award being taken up to Labour Court, or even within the next couple of days, I believe there's a matter currently at Labour Court, which also is dealing with the issue of mandatory vaccination. Mm. Mr. Vavi, when you head to the Constitutional Court, this declaratory order that you are seeking, what would you want it to say? Precisely, whose rights must uh, reign supreme under what circumstances? Mm. And uh, there are different circumstances, as Advocate Hassan is uh, pointing out in the city government. A worker can refuse to uh, to refuse to be uh, vaccinated for religious uh, uh, beliefs, for uh, advice by his or her doctor that you, the, his or her body will react uh, uh, when vaccinated. Or he may even put up an argument that says, actually, this uh, vaccination uh, does not mean that I will be, I will not be infected, or I will not infect others. Whatever the reason, the constitutional court must say, in the circumstances where there is a group of people in the workplace, others are believers, others are non-believers, whose rights? must uh, be above and must be uh, more weightier than the other. And that's the declaratory order we think that is necessary because for now, the Constitution provides every worker a right to refuse to be vaccinated. But under what circumstances Mm -hmm. that are acceptable, that are not acceptable. That's what we think requires some form of clarity at the constitutional court. And, and uh, you know, are, are you making this a, a direct access application? Uh, and, and I'm also curious to know why you, you, you did not necessarily want to test it through uh, some of the lower courts. Have, that is an urgent matter. The reason why we wanted Netflix to, move, to make a move mm. is because there are employers, government, unions, community organizations involved in NEDLEC, and that it would have been much more uh, weightier to make a direct application and say these uh, forces, these uh, multi-economic players think that there is a need to give this clarity at this stage because uh, there is a, a, a pandemic we are going through these are numbers of people that have been killed, and uh, these are the possibilities of more variants of the vaccines that we may face going forward. It would be much more heavier if Netflix was to do that. That's what our lawyer is advising. But now that Netflix is just not doing anything after having made a big statement about this, we're going back to the lawyer to say, should we not, in the light of the CCMA, a ruling, as well as in the light of the fact that our unions continue to report cases of employers forcing employees to be vaccinated against their will, should we not now use that body of evidence to approach the Constitutional Court directly to get that declaratory order? We think that we stand a chance, but mm-hmm. the danger of a ruling by the CCMA are two. 
legally, the constitutional court can easily say the matter is not urgent, follow the process, meaning go to the to the Labour Court and then go to the Labour Appeal Court, then before coming here to the to the Constitutional Court. Then secondly, the danger is that now that there is that ruling, the employers are going to, uh, through their lawyers and HR managers, waive that in the face of every worker in South Africa to say there is a ruling already, you dare not play uh, uh, with your future at the workplace or else you will end up like that worker employed by gold rush mm. and that's the danger that we are facing now mm. and, and and it's really one of the big concerns for people again who uh, many of which will have to go back to work we're seeing more and more companies now uh, try and reinstate workers in the office on more days than uh, it's not than working from home and and we'll continue the conversation with advocate uh, vessels and saftus as well in zima vavi it's gone 11 30 and musa has your latest news headlines we'll also take a couple of your calls in terms of your experiences in the workplace where this matter is concerned you can dial in on zero double one seven one four two double zero six and good morning Conversations that you connect with and react to. SAFM. Kathy Mosasana on SAFM. We continue the conversation. What are the rights of workers? when it comes to mandatory vaccine policies in the workplace, but also uh, what are the responsibilities of employers? Uh, that's a part of this conversation that has stemmed out of uh, that CCMA ruling. Advocate Vessels, I want to speak to this issue uh, that Mr. Vavi was raising, that there are people who are in their offices in this moment who are still on the fence about whether or not to get vaccinated and again the, the legal you know jurisprudence is still being developed for, for lack of a better phrase what would you advise those people to do that is within the legal framework and and that also doesn't jeopardize their jobs so first and foremost it's very important to understand why somebody is reluctant to get vaccinated. There may be very well legitimate grounds for a person to refuse their vaccination. And one can surely not expect or want to um, force upon someone um, to get vaccinated in circumstances where it is going to jeopardize their health. I think a lot of times many people are reluctant to make a decision because of the fact that they don't have adequate information available to them. Um, we have had many times advised in processes of consultation for employers to provide employees with information, for them to consult with, other, with medical practitioners if they've got those kind of concerns, or to engage with even their representatives. Because ultimately, at the end of the day, what we're trying to achieve is just ensure safety for the greater um, people, not only in the workplace, but also those that engage with us on a daily basis. Um, we do not want to place anybody in harm's way. Um, COVID-19, as we have seen, and the stats clearly show, is something that can be deadly to an individual. And vaccinations is a means to try and safeguard and prevent that. Yes, um, 
And it's, it's having that consultation, being open to that discussion. You know, people that engage with one another in a closed-minded manner um, are not going to achieve or make progress within the environment. I've got a couple of WhatsApp voice notes here. And just before we take uh, the questions from, from our listeners, Mr. Vavi, from a union perspective, how are you advising your members? Gafto is still very firm on two issues and principles. Firstly, we do encourage people to get vaccinated because we do not doubt their, their effectiveness in terms of ensuring that people do not end up in hospitals, in mass and in ventilation, and eventually facing the possibility of dying. So the efficacy of these, uh, of these vaccines have been proven. Yeah, at home, everywhere else, despite the propaganda against them from some quarters, they do work. So we don't want to confuse anybody. That's where we stand. We want to encourage people to be vaccinated. We want to make a call on every worker to be vaccinated and because we believe that there is an undisputable body of science that the vaccines do work. If we were to follow the anti-vaxxers uh, messages, it would mean that all of us who have long been vaccinated would have been dead by now. Didn't they say that uh, they, they, what will follow is massive deaths after a year? Where are the graves of the people dying in mass as a result of, the, of being vaccinated? Almost 40% of the citizens of this country have been vaccinated. So... We, that's where we stand. But at the same time, Katie, we insist that every individual must have a right to say yes or no on the matter. No worker must be forced into vaccinating against their will, either because of the medical reasons or because of beliefs or because that worker is not yet clarified about the efficacy of the of the vaccine and 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 if a worker says to anywhere look i have a constitutional right how do you go beyond that that right is in the constitution and that's why the constitutional court must provide clarity on the matter as soon as possible so we want to seek to balance the two our advice to workers please get vaccinated, and uh, if you refuse because of the Constitutional Court or because your doctor would have told you that your body will react negatively, then advance that to the employer to say, I have a right to say no. Above all, the employer has an obligation to, to, to seek alternatives other than forcing a worker to, be, to, 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 to lose their job. The employer have an obligation, for example, to change the working arrangement, to accommodate a worker, to ask a worker, for example, to work from home, to ask a worker and uh, to work alone, and, and, and. Okay. In this particular case, though, it looks like Gold Rush did follow all of those steps. Mm. And, and that's why the, the, the CCMA holds in favor of that company. Will the CCMA come? Will the Constitutional Court also come to that conclusion? We're waiting to see. 
I want us to uh, listen to some of the voice notes, particularly that uh, have questions on this issue. So what I'll do is that I'll play maybe two voice notes at a time and, and give our guests an opportunity to respond. Western Cape. Um, just had a question with regards to the legality and the law around the circumstance, I mean, the outcomes. So, for instance, this gentleman went to CCMA, it got escalated, and, and the findings were in favor of the employee. So, said, so in a hypothetical, the employee then takes the vaccination, has a, it has an adverse effect, i.e., they're sick, they have to take their sick days, or heaven forbid, something else happens that's a complication. You know, we hear all these things all the time. Um, whether they're true or not, I don't know. But let's say the worst case scenario happens. What recourse does that person or the employer, employee sorry, have against their employee, employer for forcing them to take something that they otherwise wouldn't have taken? Good day, KTSFM. Mr. Malik Weinberg. Cathy, sometimes in, we have seen Western Cape here, Cape Town. When you go to certain bank, I mean, they're going to demand your ID and they're checking if you are corona vaccination or if you are, they're checking. So sometimes we refuse the ID, but I mean, they're insisting certain bank when you go to, they will ask you ID if you, and they will check if you are already in the system government vaccination. And if it is it refused, it's going to be a little bit. Uh, argument it's, it's it's a clear it's going on certain banking and certain area they said already they're checking your id if you're already in the system get the injection already that's what i just won't say get it. oh geez okay I, I wasn't aware of that advocate vessels let me give you uh, the first opportunity to weigh in here are you aware of of banks or any other um, institutions that take people's id numbers and check them against the vaccine the, the the national database of of vaccinations um, Kathy, I'm not aware of, of any such institutions having implemented policies of that nature, um, you know, where they, where they would either restrict your access if you have not, um, if you are unable as a consumer to produce a um, proof that you have been vaccinated. Um, maybe just to answer your, your first caller's question as well, you know, there is, one needs to keep in mind that yes, some, there have been some cases where people have had adverse side effects as a result of taking the COVID-19 vaccinations. And for that very reason, government has also established certain mechanisms in order to accommodate and assist those employees that do suffer um, adverse effects. If we look at uh, workmen's compensation, we in, individuals are able to submit claims for, for injury on duty. Um, and there's even compensation funds that's been established in order to um, adequately compensate those that do suffer any adverse consequences as a result of the vaccine. Um, already we have seen that there are some um, basic um, um, side effects to taking the vaccine like fatigue, um, etc. And in those circumstances, the directions are also clear that an employer needs to be accommodative of employees and provide them time off just to recover from, from that. 
Advocate Vessels, let me thank you so much for uh, your time and for coming onto the show. I know that uh, you've got to attend to other matters, so uh, you really are free to go. We'll just uh, continue and wrap up then uh, with Zuelin Zima Vavi of SAFTU. Uh, Mr. Vavi, do you have anything else that you want to uh, contribute following those concerns from our listeners? I'm not aware, too, that uh, there are cases where companies are already taking IDs and uh, checking people if uh, their names appear in the database of those that are already vaccinated. In our view, that's already a, a, a violation of individual rights. That's already forcing the public into a, a mandate vaccine without a government uh, coming out to say this is where we are going to. And I think that will be pretty illegal to begin to uh, to impose restrictions on the right of everybody to move and uh, freely in our country. And uh, I think that is quite problematic. If there is evidence of that, I think the, the comrade uh, or the gentleman that was calling must, must give us a ring and so that we can see how we take that issue up together with the case now at hand coming from the CCMA. But at the same time, uh, let's, let's reiterate, uh, they, they, it would be very interesting, Katie, to find out where the Constitutional Court will, will go in this matter. There are rights that uh, are two here, sitting in direct opposite to one another. The right not to be vaccinated because of whatever belief system or because of whatever other cases that you may advance, and the right to be protected from you who don't want to be vaccinated, and uh, on the part of the other workers and colleagues that you have with, and these colleagues and you, you interact with in the, in the public space, in the shopping complexes, in the hospitals, and the wards, everywhere else. And whose rights are more important in this particular instance? Is it the right of a person refusing to be vaccinated, or is it the right of uh, those who say, if we if we come close to you, we interact with you, uh, you we likely to be exposed, and uh, we may die as a result of us contracting the the the, the virus from you. And uh, we, we need clarity in this country as soon as it is possible to do so. All right, let's leave it there for today. So Lindsay Mavavi is the General Secretary of the South African Federation of Trade Unions. So uh, I think that really helps to give an explanation in terms of where we are uh, with this conversation from the perspective of at least one union and what they intend doing from here on, but also um, what companies should be doing right now in implementing uh, 